This is the MLW Radio Network. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy, Blackheart, the head honcho off the Top Roast Podcast. If you love independent and professional wrestling and like all the juicy gossip of the wrestling industry, then look no further than here, OTTR Headquarters. You can catch us on Facebook, Twitch, and Facebook groups, and whatever that you get your podcast from with our, with our latest Last Week of Wrestling, After Darts, Under Boss's Hard Taste, and now our new upcoming trivia game show, Wrestling Every, coming soon. So if you like what you've seen, you love professional wrestling, you love independent wrestling, you love everything about wrestling just yourself, give us a tune. You know, you would not regret it. Blackheart out. Everyone knows a lot of things can change in the span of 10 years. But when it comes to professional wrestling podcasting, one thing is still guaranteed. The Shining Wizards is the only place to get all the latest wrestling news, interviews with the greatest guests, and of course, tons of laughs in discussing the world of wrestling. The show is still available on Monday nights at 7 p.m. East on RantDMRadio.com and Rant Entertainment Media on the TuneIn app. And it's still available on all podcasting platforms. To check us out, head over to ShiningWizards.com where it's still wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. Are you tired of prediction shows? Do you want to fantasy book the companies? Does Bigfoot even really exist? If you answered yes to any of those questions, then check out the podcast that isn't a podcast. Every Tuesday and Thursday, the standing streamer stands and delivers as he and Vanessa talk about all that's going on in pro wrestling today. Plus, see in-depth conversations with people in and around the wrestling world as guests share their stories and insights about making it in the business. The Putting You Over Podcast. Putting your weeknights over every Tuesday and Thursday. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening and good night. My name is Thomas and what's your name? Uh, I'm Alan. Alan. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. We're brothers. That's right. Yeah, yeah the mother, same mother and father. Your room was... Oh, we shared a room. Shared a room. For we shared a room. Thought I knew your face. Yeah, we so go we... way back, mate. Yeah. yeah. We should do a podcast then. Uh, we have. We do. We do a podcast. We do a podcast. What's it called? The Brocast. Yeah, that was planned. Yeah, yeah. Well, what do we do? Well, we cover all different things in the world of pop culture. We're talking about comic books. We're talking about professional wrestling, and we're talking about movies. Go back and watch classic retro wrestling events, the likes of WWE, WCW, and if you do like that, you can check us out on Apple iTunes, also on Podbean, Anchor, and on Podknife. Also, check us out on Twitter at the Broadcast. That's B R O. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Ending. Yeah, it's all right. Good on you. Yeah. Instagram also at the Broadcast Podcast. Remember, we don't spell it with a C. We spell it with a K. Sorry, mate. Take it easy. Welcome to another episode of Headlines brought to you by the MLW Radio Network and the Front Row Material brand for Thursday, August the 18th, 2022. Headlines is your one-stop shop podcast to give you all the late-breaking information in the world of wrestling. Whether it's AEW, WWE, New Japan, Impact Wrestling, and so many more. We're here to give you a comprehensive breakdown of everything that's happening with your favorite superstar in your favorite promotion. These podcasts are available anywhere fine podcasts are made available, and they are absolutely free. With that being said, let's go ahead and let's jump right 
right into the headlines. Starting over on e-wrestling news, Thomas Lawson's writing in at this hour, CM Punk bearing Adam Page on Dynamite was not really part of the promo plan. AEW World Champion CM Punk's comments about Hangman Adam Page on last night's episode of Dynamite was definitely not part of the show. Now, Punk appeared on last night's Dynamite a week after returning following a foot injury. On the show, Punk issued a rematch to AEW former world champion Adam Hangman Page. Now, Punk proceeded to call out Page a coward. Fans online accused the world champion of burying the cowboy. Now, while speaking to the Wrestling Observer Radio, Dave Meltzer talked about Punk's promo on this. Now, Meltzer went on to say the following. If you're wondering about CM Punk thing at the show with Adam Hangman Page, yeah, it was weird. For everyone, as in, nobody knew what he was going to say. Now, if you remember months ago when they were feuding, I said there's a lot of reality to what's being said. And guess what? What he said last night, there was a lot of reality to that too. Punk is the AEW World Champion and Moxley is Interim World Champion and they are going to be meeting to unify the championships to have one champion. For more information on this, continue following eWrestling News and Thomas Lawson and more information will be coming forward. Continuing on, Thomas Lawson also writes, Jim Ross says CM Punk versus John Moxley could be AEW's biggest main event ever. Next week's title unification match between AEW World Champion CM Punk and Interim World Champion John Moxley could be one of the promotion's biggest matches ever in the promotion's short history. On this week's episode of AEW Dynamite, Punk laid out the challenge for the match that happened at All Out in September, but Moxley suggested having the match next week instead. Now on his podcast, Grilling JR, the WWE Hall of Famer turned AEW commentator, had high expectations for this match, and this is what he said. Everyone wants to see him, Punk, and Moxley beat the hell out of each other. You can count on your bottom dollar, that's exactly what they're going to do. They both have that much pride. For more information on this, continue following eWrestling News, and Thomas Lawson has more on this article over on the website. More information is coming out of Dynamite last night, a shocking conclusion to AEW's Dynamite. Ryan Clark writes in at this hour, at the conclusion of AEW's Dynamite, Andrade and Roosh turned on Dragon Lee. Now, just seconds before the show went off the air, Andrade and Roosh assaulted Lee following their trio's tournament loss. El Idolo helped Lee up, then they led over to Roosh, then he got to Lee. They did a hammerlock DDT, which ended up causing him to be unmasked. Now, many fans were shocked at what was happening, but they were even more shocked about the fact that Kenny Omega is back, joining Matt Jackson and Nick to go ahead and win the match. For more information on all of this developing, continue following eWrestling News. Two big matches have been set for this Friday's Rampage. Ryan Clark writes in at this hour, following this week's episode of AEW Dynamite, we now have five matches announced for this week on Rampage. We'll see two title matches as the FTW Champion and the AEW World Tag Team Championships will be defended. Additionally, the Trustbusters and the Best Friends will be facing off in a World Trios Championship Tournament match. With more information, continue following Ryan Clark as he will have more information over on eWrestling News. John Fuentes is writing in at this hour. CM Punk mentioned several WWE superstars last night during Dynamite. CM Punk opened up Wednesday night's episode of AEW Dynamite with a promo on John Moxley. Now, during the promo, Punk made several references to several WWE superstars. Punk said Moxley has always been the third best in the group that he's been a part of, referencing his days in the Shield in WWE. Punk said that Moxley is just an interim champion and he won't test himself against just third best. He actually says that second best is actually Eddie Kingston in the locker room. Also, he mentioned Eddie Guerrero, Umaga, and Kofi Kingston. If you'd like to find out more about what he had to say, continue following John Fuentes as he has more information on this article, which is trending over on eWrestling News. Brian Clark is writing in at this hour. Updated all-out card has three matches right now that are confirmed. Now, following this week's AEW Dynamite, we now have three matches confirmed for 2022's all-out pay-per-view, which will be taking place 
place on September 4th in Chicago, Illinois. For the AEW Women's Championship, it will be Thunder Rosa defending her title against Tony Storm. AEW World Trios Championship, that will be the finale, and those competitors have yet to be announced. Now, FTR and Wardlow will be taking on Jay Lethal, Satnam Singh, and Sanjay Dutt. For more information on Big All Out Pay-Per-View, stay tuned to All Elite Wrestling and their social media page as more matches will be announced forward. Kenny Omega, let's talk a little bit about Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega speaks to the live crowd following his return to AEW last night. John Fuentes is writing in, Kenny Omega made his return to AEW Dynamite this week and he was teaming up with the Young Bucks to defeat Andrade, Roosh, and Dragon Lee in the first round of the tournament. Now following the bout, an emotional Omega addressed the crowd. Omega told fans that somehow he was able to survive. Omega said that he should hate the crowd because he's going into the ring for them, for not for himself. He said on TV he may blame the fans, but deep down inside, as long as this never airs, appreciate the fans, and he wouldn't say this on live TV. If you'd like to read everything that he said in the promo after it went off the air, follow John Fuentes and you can get a transcript of all of that. Jungle Boy is making news at this hour. John Fuentes is writing in for E-Wrestling News. Jungle Boy reveals the best advice that his dad ever gave him. AEW star Jungle Boy was a recent guest on Steven's Wrestling Journey podcast to talk about several professional wrestling topics, including the best advice his late father ever gave him. Now, specifically regarding that, this is what Jungle Boy had to say. I think the best advice my dad ever gave me, I guess it applies to work, it applies to everything. He always used to tell my sister and I before he dropped us off at school was, the most important thing you can do is to be as nice as you can to as many people as you can. And I think whether it's work life or just your regular life, I think it's good just to be kind to everyone. And that's how you should live your life. Now, the advice that he takes to heart. Now, there's so much negativity out there in the world. So many bad things happening all the time. When you think about it, I think it's good to be positive and to be nice to people because everyone's going through stuff. I'm not perfect. I'm definitely going through a lot of stuff myself, but I try for the most part to be as nice and as positive to people as I can. Now, if you'd like to find out more about Jungle Boy, John Fuentes has this article trending right now over on E-Wrestling News. If you're enjoying this podcast, remember Headlines is a one-stop shop podcast that gives you all the late-breaking information, whether it's AEW, WWE, Impact Wrestling, and so many more. We talk about your favorite stars and your favorite storylines in your favorite promotions and sometimes what's happening behind the curtain. Remember, this podcast is available anywhere fine podcasts are made available to you at absolutely no charge. With that being said, let's get back to the headlines. John Fuentes is also writing in at this hour, there's a babyface turn that happened on AEW Dynamite. A babyface turn was teased on this week's episode of Dynamite. Brian Danielson ended up defeating Daniel Garcia in a two out of three false match. Now, after the match, Danielson tried to shake Garcia's hand, but before he could, Chris Jericho attacked Danielson. Garcia ended up pulling Jericho off and pushed him away. Now, backstage, Jericho said he'll give Garcia a pass this week, but if that ever happens again, he needs to decide what side he is going to be on. With more information, follow John Fuentes as he has more developing news on what's happening within the Jericho Appreciation Society, especially when it relates to Daniel Garcia. Wardlow and FTR are scheduled to have a match at All Out. As we previously reported in this episode, John Fuentes is going in depth. During episode of AEW Dynamite this week, Sanjay Dutt, Jay Lethal, and Satnam Singh, they laid out the challenge. In a backstage segment, the three men challenge AEW TNT champion Wardlow, Ring of Honor World Tag Team Champions FTR, to a trios match. Now, Dutt, Lethal, and Singh have all been targeting Wardlow since he defeated Jay Lethal for the TNT Championship at AEW Battle of the Belts 3. For more information on this big match that's coming up at All Out, you can follow all AEW's social media accounts and continue following me wrestling news. The Gun Club, they turn on their father, Billy Gunn. What happened and what is the fallout? John Fuentes is writing in at this hour. During Wednesday night's episode of Dynamite, the Gun Club, Austin and Colton, picked up a quick win over the Varsity Blondes. But after the match, Gunn got on the mic and began praising his boy and 
Billy had a lot of things to say. He was telling the crowd how proud he was for stepping into the game. However, that was interrupted by Stokely Hathaway on the entrance ramp before Austin and Colton began attacking their own father. The acclaimed eventually came out to make the save and wound up scissoring the Hall of Famer. Now what's going to happen and what's the fallout? We will find out more, but the gun club seems to be no more at this time in AEW. Continuing on with the headlines, it's very interesting to see what happens when it comes to Athena. Athena is a big fan of cosplaying, but she said she's going to bring her cosplaying into the world of wrestling. Josh and Jones writes in at this hour, AEW star Athena recently appeared on a wild podcast, and this is what she had to say. She talked about her love for cosplay and teased a possible Pokemon-style ring gear in the future. Now, what she had to say about her cosplay ring gear, she said this and I quote, I haven't really gotten into it. When I was in WWE, I had to do Inspired By because we had so much of those copyrights. Plus, my character at the time really didn't allow me to be like I am, which now I try to be. Now I have gear and stuff that I'm inspired by that I really like. I haven't gotten to do that in a very long time. I'm very excited about this. I've been working on it for at least two or three months, literally. I got to the point where I was super self-conscious and I was like, oh, I don't know if this is going to look right. And then I started asking people around and they started giving me some better feedback. So now I think I'm ready for it. Now, on possibly doing a Pokemon-style ring gear, this is what she said. Someone mentioned Cubo. I have a very, very similar mask to that sitting in the back. What if I do that? I wanted to do Pikachu gear, but Kylie Ray does that. I'm assuming that she's super into Pokemon as well. I've seen her do Jigglypuff and all other characters. I'm assuming that that's kind of her territory, and that's fine, because she looks really awesome in it. I just don't want to do the same thing that other people are doing, and it wouldn't make sense just to do it because it's mainstream. I have some other characters in mind that I'd like to do, but we'll just have to wait and see. For more information about Athena and what she may do with her ring gear, continue following her on a AEW and continue following e-wrestling news. Paige Van Zant is making news at this hour. Paige Van Zant's bare knuckle fighting championship fight has been officially postponed. Ryan Clark is writing in at this hour. Paige Van Zant versus Charissa Singlar will no longer be taking place at bare knuckle fight challenge 27 this Saturday in London and Van Zant is not very happy about it. According to a report from MMA Junkie, the plan is to move the fight to October the 15th. Now with that being said, MMA reporter John Morgan is reporting that it could be pushed back even further to November. Now, the fight was reportedly moved to logistical concerns. Now, that hasn't been very specific about what's happening, but Van Zant is not very happy about it. She took to Twitter and said the following, I did not pull out of my fight. I was pulled, and I'm pissed off and heartbroken, and I worked my ass off to get where I am. And you know what? Before it's supposed to happen, I'm not allowed to compete. So for more information on all this, continue following E-Wrestling News, and there will be more information on what will happen with Paige Van Zant. Billy Corgan is making news at this hour. Billy Corgan reveals the reason why N. WA Power isn't happening this year. Ryan Clark's writing in at this hour. Billy Corgan says that there will be another NWA Power pay-per-view, but it won't be taking place in 2022. While this year's NWA 74 anniversary pay-per-view event is not being associated with Empower pay-per-view as a company, Corgan told NBC Sports Boston that there isn't enough female agents right now to actually run the event. Now, if you'd like to hear more about what Billy Corgan had to say, continue following this article from Ryan Clark as he is writing about this over on eWrestling News. Let's go ahead and let's jump over to Wrestling Inc. Braun Breaker is making news at this hour. Braun Breaker seems to confirm he's in a relationship with a top female NXT star. So, who is it? Ron Breaker appears to have more invested in NXT than just being the brand's champion. Breaker recently shared a photo on Instagram with his fellow NXT star, Cora Jade, posing close side by side. Now, the context that Breaker offered was a W in the caption, which likely means that he feel like he's winning as far as the relationship goes. Now, Jade seemed to confirm the relationship by putting a heart emoji in the comment section. Now, fellow colleagues have also celebrated the news as AE 
DW's Anna J shared a heart emoji as well, and Otis said, oh yeah. For more information on all of this, continue following Dominic D'Angelo on Wrestling Inc., and more information will be forthcoming. Mark Andrews is making news at this hour. Mark Andrews' recent tag team partner are no longer seemingly under contracts with WWE. Eric Mutter's writing in at this hour. After WWE announced they would be rebranding NXT UK into NXT Europe earlier on Thursday, it appears the promotion has decided that they're going to make some cuts to the roster. Flash Morgan Webster was the first to be announced that he's leaving this afternoon, and since more releases have started to trickle out. Now, what does this mean for NXT Europe? Now, shortly after Webster announced his departure, Wild Boar, a former tag team partner of Webster's, announced he too had been released from the NXT UK brand. No longer after Boar's announcement, Sean Ross Sapp revealed that Mark Andrews, who had been teaming with Webster in NXT UK, is also released. Andrews has yet to comment on his release. Instead, he posted a photo of himself and Webster. Boar released a statement via Twitter and said the following, As of today, I'm no longer under contract with WWE. WWE Boar tweeted, It's been a wild experience and I'm thankful for everything that's been offered to me. I'm excited for what's next and I'm buzzing to get back in the ring. Let's go. Now, much like Webster, both Boar and Andrews hail from Wales. Boar was first signed to WWE in 2018 and Andrews signed in 2017 following a stint with Impact Wrestling and PWG. Andrews most notably participated in WWE UK Championship Tournament back in 2017, advancing to the semifinals. Now, Andrews and Boar had last been seen teaming together, unsuccessfully challenging Brooks, Jensen, and Josh Briggs for the UK Tag Team Championships on July 28th episode of NXT UK. For more information on what's happening with NXT UK, continue following Wrestling Inc. as more information will be coming forward. Let's go ahead and let's talk about Gunther. Gunther files new trademark for his most notable ring moniker. Now, Robert Grunier's writing in at this hour, Gunther has been an absolute tear since arriving on SmackDown earlier this summer, already racking up an Intercontinental Championship reign in less than six weeks on the main roster. He even competed in the main event of the most recent SmackDown episode, successfully to defending his title in a standout, hard-hitting match against Shinsuke Nakamura. Now, coming off the heels of that intense matchup, Gunther applied to trademark his signature moniker, Ring General, which, to the help of popular wrestling trademark attorney, Michael E. Dawkins, Gunther filed for ownership of his nickname on August the 13th. In the filing description, it's listed as a purpose for trademark, especially for entertainment in the nature of wrestling contests and entertainment services. For more information on this, continue following Wrestling Inc., and more information will be coming forward forward regarding Gunther. Edge is making news at this hour. Edge releases a new co-branded shirt with an NHL team. What's the details on all of this? Marco Rivera's writing in at this hour. WWE will be making its long-awaited return to Toronto, Canada this coming Monday, August the 22nd, making the first time the company has ever done television on a premium live event in the capital of Ontario since 2019. Now, since Canadian wrestling fans have been waiting three long years to see their favorites, WWE is bringing back a stack show with Toronto's own Edge to take on his former Judgment Day partner Damian Priest. Not only is WWE bringing fans to this match involving a hometown hero, but they've just announced a collaboration. The Rated R Superstar and one of his favorite sports teams, the Toronto Maple Leafs, will play in the Seattle Bank Arena where Monday Night Raw will be held next week. They have a co-branded shirt of the WWE Hall of Famer that's available the night of the show. Edge revealed the news via Twitter, posting a photo of the exact shirt and describing his level of excitement being co-branded with his favorite sports team. If you'd like to read his reaction to this, 
follow Wrestling Inc. and more information will be coming forward. Let's go ahead and talk about the head of the table, Roman Reigns. Marco Rivera's writing in at this hour. WWE opens up more of seeding for the upcoming Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre showdown. Now, WWE Clash of the Castle will air on Peacock in the WWE Network on September 3rd from Cardiff, Wales. Now, the show centers around the big undisputed WWE Universal Championship match between Drew McIntyre and Roman Reigns. This will be happening in the United Kingdom, which is the backyard of Drew McIntyre. Right now, up to 70,000 fans are expected to be in attendance for the big show. However, WWE has opened up more floor seats for the event. Alex McCarthy of the Talk Wrestling Podcast is reporting that the new tickets became available due to production holds that are being lifted. Now, if you're interested in attending the event, the new tickets will cost a pretty penny. Now, at this post, there are only three matches that have been announced for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Liv Morgan defends against Shayna Baszler, Riddle battling Seth Rollins, and a trios match. Raw Women's Champion Bianca Belair, Alexa Bliss, and Asuka take on the newly formed faction of Bayley, Hiro Shirai, and Dakota Kai. For more information on Clash of the Castle, continue following Wrestling Inc., and more information will be coming forward. Tony Nese is making news at this hour. Tony Nese blames John Moxley for denying AEW fans the fight on Dynamite. Now, fans should have been treated to a Tony Nese match on AEW Dynamite this week until John Moxley crashed the party. The premier athlete has teased that he's going to face a debuting star on Twitter. Although nothing really has happened yet, he would go on to say, you all will be very disappointed and maybe even outraged if you found out who was supposed to be against me on Dynamite last night. And now, because of John Moxley, that opportunity may never happen. Now, ultimately, no match took place as the interim AEW World Champion opted to jump the former WWE superstar from behind, attacking him during his entrance to stop the match. Now, instead, Moxley got into the ring and called out CM Punk for their title unification match, which has been determined to be of next week. Now, Punk was more than happy to get back into the ring to have another confrontation with Moxley. This led to a pull apart. For more information on all of this and next week's big unification match, continue following Matthew Wilkinson and Wrestling Inc. as more information will be coming forward. Dominic D'Angelo is writing in at this hour about the heartbreak kid Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels addresses plans to separate WWE NXT and NXT Europe roster. Dominic's writing in at this hour, the NXT UK brand looks to be winding down soon, but that doesn't mean bigger things are not still to come from that side of the pond. WWE revealed on Thursday that they'll be launching WWE Europe in 2023. Now that will replace NXT UK. Even though it was a successful brand, it's been on a brief hiatus because there's been some problems with production. NXT UK will continue until they have the World's Collide premiere event, which will be happening on September the 4th. Now what NXT is going to be doing, NXT has always been a pipeline for the WWE in support of Raw and SmackDown's rosters. Shawn Michaels was talking to Fox News Digital. He would go on to say the following, process is going to continue. We're going to use UK talent as much as we can heading into Worlds Collide, and we're going to keep that representation out there for as long as we can. And as we move forward in the process, we'll make those decisions in 2023 about who's part of NXT Europe, creating more people into the Raw and SmackDown brands. For more information on all of this, continue following Wrestling Inc. and Donna McDangelo will be coming forward. Charlotte Flair is making news at this hour. Charlotte Flair has unfinished business with a Raw superstar. Danny Wolfsonholm is writing in at this hour. The latest installment of the Stone Cold Steve Austin Broken Skull Sessions podcast will be available and streaming on Peacock and WWE Network this Friday. Now, it has been confirmed that Charlotte Flair will be Austin's special guest. Now, the official WWE Network Twitter account shared a teaser and indicates who the Queen may be looking to get reacquainted with in the future. In a short clip, Austin is shown playing the word association game with Charlotte, running through a number of female WWE superstars past and present. However, when arriving on Rhea Ripley's name, Flair responded by saying, unfinished business. 
business. Now, of course, Flair and Ripley are no strangers to one another in the squared circle, with the former scoring a major win on a pay-per-view. Now, these two are going to reignite their feud probably later this year. They will definitely clash again. For more information on all this, continue following Wrestling Inc. as Danny Wolfsonholm will be writing more about what's in the future for Charlotte Flair. Let's go and let's talk a little bit about CJ Perry. Dominic D'Angelo is writing in at this hour. CJ Perry, also known as Lana back in WWE, is getting blowback from a remark she made to a self-proclaimed homeless person on Twitter, and the performer formerly known as Lana has issued a series of comments since then. Now, a Twitter by going by the name of Adam took to the platform to express his moments of despair, saying, hard to keep going when you're homeless. Everyone just ignores you. Everything is a reminder of what you once had, but no longer have. Now, in a response, since then has been deleted, this is what Perry had to say. Let me make something clear for something going around in a tweet, she wrote. Most people don't know that I was homeless on two different occasions as I was chasing my dreams. I have plenty of empathy for the homeless because I was homeless, but I was grateful because I had a phone to tweet from. I didn't have that. You do. For more information on all of this, continue following her on social media and follow Wrestling Inc. as more information on this ongoing story will be continuing. Vince McMahon is making news at this hour. Danny Wolfsonholm is writing in more insight into the connection between Vince McMahon's payments and possibly a link to the Trump Foundation. Now, the Wall Street Journal reported last week that former WWE chairman and CEO Vince McMahon made several improper payments totaling $5 million to the Donald J. Trump Foundation, with separate transactions being made in 2007 for $4 million and in 2019, $1 million. Now, the $5 million amount was initially revealed in WWE's SEC filings on August the 9th. Now, the Wall Street Journal has also covered McMahon's misconduct since June and has provided further insight into those payments of what was going into the Trump Foundation. Now, once again, the Wall Street Journal revealed that $4 million was sent by McMahon in 2007. That represented 98% of all contributions to the foundation that year. With the second payment of $1 million sent by McMahon in 2009, that accounted for 91% of the foundation's payments they received. It's also understood that Trump directed his WWE appearance fees to the foundation. Trump's most notable appearance came in 2007 when it got $4 million sent over as being a part of WrestleMania 23. For more information, continue following Wrestling Inc. And there is more information that's coming on Vince McMahon. Let's go ahead and let's jump into the world of New Japan Pro Wrestling. New Japan announces changes to Wrestle Kingdom weekend. Ross Berman's writing in, New Japan Pro Wrestling is making a return to its tradition in 2023. During Thursday's G1 32 Climax Finals, New Japan announced that Wrestle Kingdom 17 will be a one-night event on January the 4th in the Tokyo Dome, with New Year's Dash event returning on January the 5th in Tokyo as well. Now, New Japan's annual Wrestle Kingdom event was changed to a two-night event in 2020, following a double gold dash for the IWGP Heavyweight and IWGP Intercontinental Championship in 2020 and 2021. Now, the event eventually expanded to a three-night event back in 2022, with a third night featuring talent from Pro Wrestling Noah. Now, for more information on this big change, continue following Ross Berman, and more information will be forthcoming on Wrestling Inc. Those are the major headlines that are trending as of right now on Thursday, August the 18th, 2022. Continue following headlines because we are your one-stop shop podcast to give you all the late-breaking information on your favorite stars and your favorite promotions. With that being said, my name is Mike Freeland, and I will catch you on another episode of Headlines.
My name is Mike Freeland, and if you're looking for an exciting wrestling podcast to add to your library, then look no further than the Front Row Material brand. Each and every week, I sit down with some of the most exciting superstars in the world of wrestling, from upcoming stars in the indies to dedicated veterans of the squared circle. I also host a daily podcast called Headlines, which gives you the updated information on all your favorite superstars in all your favorite promotions, giving you not only the backstage look, but also what are the industry experts saying about things. And finally, join myself and my my executive producer, The Rit, where we talk about everything in the world of professional wrestling all across the landscape, from storylines to interviews to what's happening and what we think is going to be happening the next time you turn on your TV. Don't miss it. It's the Front Row Material brand brought to you by the MLW Radio Network.